Welcome to Go Home Heat, an NXT podcast, and we start out hot. Ember Moon, now a solo act, versus Dakota Kai with... Raquel Gonzalez? Yes. Yes. That was a test. Yes. I passed. Yes. What did you think about this match, brother? Man, it was it was, it was was stiff. It was good. Dakota Kai is so good. Ember yes. Moon is amazing. Uh-huh. No problems with this match. Right. Right. It was... It was great, along with, first of all, both these performers are very giving performers. Oh, yeah. Both of them sell. They want whoever they work with to look good. Uh-huh. The finish was a tad bit awkward, but I understood it because it might have been hard for Kai to get Ember up on her shoulders like that. It's a tough finisher for her. She's uh-huh. going to have to come up with another one. Yes. She's like, she can't do it to Raquel. No, not even close. And I think that's kind of what the push was here, mm-hmm. if you'll notice. Dakota knocks off Ember Moon. The most important part of the match, as great as it was, wasn't the match. Uh Uh-uh. It was, she has her big moment. She, you know, Ember and Shotzi had been a pain in their butts. Uh Uh-huh. This whole time. Ember took Gonzalez to the limits Uh in in their championship match. Kai beats her. Clean. This is Kai's biggest moment lately. Zealy's music hits. Kai expects her to, cha- to challenge her. She just walks she, around her like she's nothing. Like she wasn't even there. Doesn't matter. Your biggest moment was actually about Raquel standing near you. Yeah. And the look on her face was pretty good. You yes. could tell she knew it. She was pissed. She was hurt. And she felt like she's become an afterthought. Yeah. If she ain't an afterthought type of person. Nope. The last time she was an afterthought, she turned heel. Uh-huh. I like the idea of Lee being in a program with Gonzalez. Oh, yes. Uh, I like the idea of Gonzalez having to go up against a faction. Mm-hmm. We can go two routes with this. Gonzalez can win with Kai's help, and Kai can be like, see, you do need me. Mm-hmm. Kick the can a little bit down the road. But it becomes the kind of thing where I'm tired of helping you when I don't get credit for that. Yeah. Or Kai cannot help. Uh-huh. Stab her in the back in the right moment. And Lee winds up going over yeah. with this faction around her. I, do- I doubt that's the route you go right no. now because Gonzalez is a pretty fresh champ. Yeah. But you can do that. And so there at least there's that question mark, right? Yes. Right. Excited. It's, it's coming. Yeah, you you see the seeds of the betrayal, mm-hmm. right? The, the 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 question isn't will she betray her. The question is, will she still have the belt when she's done betraying? Uh huh. You know what I mean. What are will the stakes going to be? Right. Correct. Correct. <clears throat> Diamond Mine backstage. I love this faction right now. Mm-hmm. Bobby Fish rolls up on him and says he wants a piece of the action, and uh, Bivens is quick to not go like any good mm-hmm. manager no you don't get Roddy. my number one prospect right out the shoot no you get the kid and he had just said i got the best prospect i got the best coach i got the best wrestler uh-huh and he doesn't let you have let, let you have the best wrestler no you gotta earn that my top commodity isn't getting put on the line with you mm-hmm. first off you're gonna have to beat my prospect great fish is like i take you out first no problem yeah Perfect setup for the match we get. I thought the match was really good. Yeah. 
<clears throat> I like that the distraction wasn't in a way where it belittled the performance of Rust. Uh uh-uh. Fish gets caught slipping. Yeah. Cheat, kick, boom, you're out cold. That guy is I like Tyler Rust. Do you like the finish being just a kick to the cheek? Because uh, now we see so many super kicks, it's kind of weird with one kick and he's out. Now, I get that yeah. he was looking in a different direction or whatever, but... Well, in real life, you eat that kick, you can go to sleep. Correct. Go go watch MMA when you see that kick land. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah or I know. kick anything similar to it. I know. It's so weird to think, yeah. like, when punches actually knock people out, to wonder if it's yeah. okay somebody got pinned on a Canadian destroyer. A- ask, ask uh, Mer- you know... Mercedes Martinez, Martinez yeah. who got a similar kick, put her straight to sleep the put other way. Put her out cold by somebody who probably she outweighs by about 20, 30 pounds. Right. I bet she can't do more squats, though. No. No. Zia Lee is a strong-looking young lady. All right. We got uh, Eichmann doing some type of a tape promo there. I did not realize he was trained by Tajiri and the Great Muda, which makes that jacket he wears even stranger uh-huh. to me. Aikman? Yeah, Aikman. Yeah, I'm sorry. And he did fine. Yeah. He did fine. I mean, it's, it's a tough scenario. Okay, then I'm going to go through that the dude, whole... That dude he's with, the, when he had uh, Jiro on his shoulder and he like kicked him in the face while he was on his shoulder, I was pretty impressed with that. I thought that was pretty slick. Right, you're talking about the actual match. Yes. Oh, you want to talk about that now then? Oh, okay. Yeah, you're just talking about the little let's, intro let's videos. Let's just do it. Let's just get it out of the way. Was that the next match though? No. Well, the next thing was a. Uh, uh, we'll get to it. Uh, the Butler segment. But oh, let's do this first, and then yeah. we'll talk all about the Butler segment at one time. Uh, Drake, uh, Duke Hudson. Duke Hudson promo. Yes. Very arrogant. Very Australian. Yes. The whole thing felt Australian because they're arrogant people. Yes. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, then they had their match. I thought it was well done. Uh, Duke goes over. He's he's a big guy. Here's the thing, though. Duke goes over, but who did you feel like has more potential as a pro wrestler? Man, that Jiro kid. He can go, can he? Right. Right. And to me, it's like lose the jacket, kid. Mm-hmm. You don't need. I get that you need something to make you stand out when you're right now? in some form of an indie or whatever. Yeah, the, ditch that. You can go. Yeah, he can wrestle. Like you said, there were things he did that were that were tough to do. Mm-hmm. And he's good at selling. I, I, he seemed like no, the other guy's big. Yeah, and, and he he was fine. But and and it made sense that he won. Yes, but I still think the other kid's got a higher upside. It, it, yeah, he's gonna give you more matches out of him. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's do the whole Butler se- series. Oh, uh, you called time. this so well. You predicted this. <laughs> this was gonna be the route. You know the whole. You know, uh, Cameron Grimes trying to be helpful and making his life miserable and him trying to make Cameron Grimes' life miserable and it just not. Right. Nothing he did could deter the fact that Cameron Grimes is a completely indomitable force of happiness. Yes. And, and I make this look good. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be jealous. You know the term ignorance is bliss? It is for him. Yes. Oh, it's great. He shows up just a little bit late, but by God, his word is his bond. Uh-huh. And he is going to the, the broom. broom. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not coming in the house looking like that. Come around the back. We'll get you suited up. Fine. Sits down. Cameron's down for just a second, sees that mirror, sees they trimmed him up looking nice. He's uh-huh. happy as he can be. 
L.A. Nighters. Like, you're, you look like a buffoon. He's like, no, I look good. I look good. Then we turn out, and he's going to have him mow his lawn, and he says, as soon as I get on this head. Bush hog. Bush hog, I got it. That, L.A. Knight owns a bush hog, does not know what it's called. He yes. said, I don't know what that thing is, but you're not getting on it. And he gives him the old school. Push wa- mower. Push mower with that just rotating blades. Uh-huh. And Cameron lets you in on his childhood as he says that this is the same kind of lawnmower my granny used to chase me around the yard with. Yes. <laughs> the looks that L.A. Knight keeps giving him as he's talk. <laughs> oh, so then, uh, then he pay some kid to finish the oh yard. yeah la Knight comes back and he's sitting by the pool drinking a drinking a drink and there's a kid out in the yard doing doing the yard work oh. it's like i delegate yes <laughs> and then of course that's not good and I, I have a firm policy against children being in my house uh-huh. which tells you everything about la Knight you need to know yes none of which is surprising no i wouldn't doubt if that's not even true with him like in real life and what he goes to pay the uh Cameron Grimes goes to pay the kid like what 500 bucks or something like that. And LA Knight knocks it on the ground, says, No way. Kid, and then of course, the kid kicks him in the shin, which was great. And then you get the slapstick Chevy Chase where he's yeah, hopping around. He's like, Let me clean this up for you. And he hits him with the rake, knocks yeah. him in the pool. And you here did we, that on purpose. we have a whole episode of I'm going to make your life miserable. And Cameron does nothing necessarily on purpose besides probably the bump. Yeah. And we have Cameron happy as a... He's the jerk, dude. Pig and slop. Yeah. And L.A. Knight is Ted... Judge Smales. He's Ted Knight, dude. Yes. He's totally Ted... I He's <laughs> Ted, Ted Knight, man. Yes. Yes. He is... Yeah, he is... Uh, and who knew you needed this comedic duo? Uh, but now you know at some point they're going to put these guys together. Oh, Yeah. And they'll win. And they'll win. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, we're here we go. Okay. So, Saray versus Gigi Dolan. Oh, Lord. What'd you think? I thought, go ahead. Gigi Dolan is odd. I don't know her gimmick yet. I'm trying to figure it out. It's kind of a goth burlesque girl kind of a thing. <laughs> yes. yes. And she has a weird way of talking. But uh-huh. I don't know if that got fixed when Saray hit her with that mule drop kick that made it look like she kicked her head somewhere into the third row. Yes. That that looked awful. Right. How do you do that and not kill people? Oh. Well, thankfully... There's got to be a way you're taking that. Thankfully, Gigi's head wasn't closer to the rope Mm because she was able to give Uh with whatever because it looked like she hit her flush maybe she didn't maybe she got backing up before but lord have mercy that looked dangerous yeah but it looked good oh it looked great it looked legitimately like it hurt and then she does the what is it the site yeah okay and then she gets side to suplex and Uh then she gets the win um i didn't think Gigi was bad she's new no she's new that was her first match out there you're out there with somebody buddy you got thrown in the deep waters with somebody who who works Stiff. What? Stiff, buddy. This division does. Yeah. That was the strange thing about Knox on SmackDown. Yeah. Is she didn't work like they do on this show. No. And it's probably a little bit of an unfamiliarity there. Mm-hmm. But on, on NXT, they hit each other. Yeah. It's so, you know, you err on the side of contact. Yeah. And here it looked like they, it, on, on SmackDown, it looked like she was kind of erring on the side of not, not contact. Yeah. Which was it's, a little different. I don't, I don't, you know. I don't like seeing people get hurt, but I like it to look snug. I like it to look right. Right. Dude, that's why I love this division. That's why I love the show. Yeah. Right? But again, 
And there, there, uh, one thing Gigi did manage to do is there was a little bit of chain wrestling, Matt wrestling, oh, yeah, yeah. and she kept up. Yeah, she did. It didn't look like she and, was having to think about it too much. And for some reason, right in the middle of this match, Mandy Rose comes out. Uh, yes, of course. Mandy Rose is now an NXT yeah. super, super duper star. Uh-huh. This could get interesting, though. And it, it, it comes into play later in mm-hmm. the episode as well. Um, <laughs> backstage, we have the Beth Indy Hartwell thing where the way is walking into the arena, into the actual, like, through the front doors. And Beth comes up to Indy and, and just gives her some love advice. Uh-huh. You know, it not- also points out to you how big in real life Beth Phoenix is. Right. Because Indy Hartwell's a big girl and Beth Phoenix is still, like, Yes, shoulders on both sides. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and as in, if if you're standing behind Indy, you would see both sides of Beth's shoulders. Yes. <laughs> and, and 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 Beth says, you know, sometimes you just got to go for it. After Indy explains that she wanted something to happen with Loomis, but it just uh-huh. wasn't the right time because uh-huh. she had just lost, and you mm-hmm. know, he was a perfect gentleman, which he always is, even in abductions and yes. evidently, which is. Fairly common? Fairly. The gentleman abductor. <laughs> yes. Which what? should have been his name. Yes. <laughs> if we were wrestling in the 1800s, that would be his name. <laughs> like uh, Mox has the violent gentleman t-shirt? Yes. The gentleman abductor. Yeah. Loomis. I don't think you could sell that No. in a publicly traded company. No. AEW no. could. Yes. No worries. No worries. Nobody care. Look, 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 sell out. Legato Del Fantasma, worriedly. Um, promo. He's laying it down. He's setting up his... Yeah. He's perfect in these things. He's setting up both the fight with Loomis coming up because he's an unlucky... Who was it? No. Bronson Reed is a lucky loser. Yeah, because he's avoided me. Right, for the next time. And Swerve. Hit, Hit Rose Swerve is a unlucky, unlucky winner, winner because he's got me to deal with soon. Yeah. Which was great. And Loomis is a freak show, and I'm going to go get him. We get that match. Their chemistry is really good. Yeah, it is. I want to see them wrestle more. Mm-hmm. This winds up kind of being a bit of a story in that the wrestling was cool. I thought the spot where Escobar's losing and he sends Wilder Mendoza around to get him, and oh boy, crawls under the ring. Uh huh. And does the horror picture. I grabbed him by the ankles, pulled yeah. him under. And you guys got to save me. That was cute. It was funny. It was also, it was cool. It, yeah, it, it works. It, 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 it works, works for his character. With all characters. Uh, Escobar can make anything work, too. Then you get back to where Escobar's getting beat up as he retreats. Uh, Loomis did a really good job. It sounds like a really small thing. But if you notice Loomis leaving his hand right by the ring post, mm-hmm. so it was easily accessible to uh-huh. without making it look awkward. No, no. It looked, it looked slick. It looked like it, that's what would have happened. Yeah. And so, of course, Wild grabs the arm. Boom. We get to finish off of that series of scenarios. Uh-huh. He walks up the runway with, with Legato Del Fantasma is at the top of the thing. Nose to nose with Hit Row. Yeah. Perfect. Let's get this program going. And then we get to the part that really matters. This was the whole point of this thing. Indy Hartwell picks up. Dexter Loomis carries him for looked, whole... optically looked crazy. Yeah, for like two whole steps she carried him. Falls perfectly on top of him leaning in for the kiss we're getting the moment we paid for luke kissing laura Uh uh-huh candace LeRae, the hater of all things romantic Uh, and love ruins it yes 
the the love story we've been awaiting, the happiness and the joy is pulled out of from under by mom. By mom once again. Ugh. Okay, she pushes her off, and pull takes her away. Yeah, but the, in reality, the real point of this was Hit Row and Legato del Fantasma, and and I am excited for a heel faction versus heel faction feud. Ah, oh, and we're not, and I don't think we're even going to try to turn either one of them. Why would you do it? Why? Because every pro wrestling show does it. Yes. Everyone it's, always. doesn't have to be that way. Except New Japan. Yeah. Bad guys can fight. They do it in Japan all the time. Mm-hmm. We get a Kyle O'Reilly sit-down interview. He's getting okay at this. Kind of still a golly shucks guy, although he alludes to the fact that he may have to dip into non-Golly Shucks territory mm-hmm. to get things done like he needs to. Mm-hmm. That leads to Cole heading down to the ring to give a retort of kinds where he kind of... <laughs> somewhere in there, Kyle said, you know, losing happens. It's a part of what, mm-hmm. what we do. And then Kyle said, then Adam Cole says, yeah, if you're Kyle O'Reilly, that's yeah. a part of what you do. It's part of what you do. Cole is laying it down. Bronson Reed comes out. It says, you know, basically, I, I should be what's next for you. Mm-hmm. Cole tries to bow up and gets engulfed in the sheer yeah. size of the gargantuan. Colossal. Colossal. Bronson Reed uh, winds up getting nose-to-nose with Samoa Joe, who he had run down a little bit mm-hmm. on his walk back in. That leads us into the main event, but we'll talk about that in a second because there was a segment where uh, – EO and Zoe footage was shown, which leads us into the tag team, women's tag team division stuff. We have uh, Carter and Captain Zero versus Alea and Jesse Kamea, and we have wondered when there was going to be a breakup here. Mm-hmm. The match is fine. It's pretty good. The, of course, Carter and Captain Zero are, are amazing. Yeah, they are. The story here winds up being, though, and I've said many times that I, I think Aaliyah has maybe – I believe Aaliyah has come further than any wrestler, mm-hmm. even though she never wins. Yeah. She wasn't even really passable at one time, and mm-hmm. now she puts on very strong Excellent. performances, yeah. you know. She does. Now, after the match is over, she eats the pin. And I, I, we think of Kamea as being the, the bigger prospect, probably yeah. because she's younger. Uh-huh. And it was further really along. really tall. And further along than Aaliyah was mm-hmm. when, when she, she came started. in. Right. So, but uh, so she's outside of the ring. Aaliyah attacks Robert Stone. Well, Robert Stone had thrown his shoe into the ring to help her cheat, and that didn't help. And she, you know, yes, yes. Then he got in the ring. He was trying to say, "Calm down, it's okay. We'll get him next time." Blah blah blah. And she said, "Stop it! I've done more for you than you ever did for me." Turns into a nice slap, uh-huh. a little bit of a beat down for her on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stone is humiliated, beaten down. She's leaving. She waves goodbye mm-hmm. to the arena, which makes me wonder, does she show up on a SmackDown? Yeah, they called her up. I like it. Yeah, they called her up. I already heard that. Every show needs that. Time. We said it weeks ago. Every show needs that kind of performance. Mm-hmm. You need somebody that can go out there and eat pins mm-hmm. and give you good performances. Yep. You know, And also, I'll just say it. Sports entertainment, she might be better for than this show. Because mm-hmm. what she does with Robert Stone 
in the goofy things yes. is exactly what Raw kind of Wants. leans into. Yeah. She may actually be better for that than she is here. Mm-hmm. But that gives us Kamea. Uh, Ty Valkyrie, a.k.a. Frankie Monet. Thank you so much. Frankie Monet comes down and we get what we thought we were going to get Mm-hmm. For a couple of weeks now, where she tells Kamea, come on, let's go. Stone is still bewildered. He's like, go ahead, I'll talk to you later. Later, we get the segment where Mandy yeah. tells Rose, looks like your yeah. crew is under new management. That makes me wonder, uh-huh. does Mandy wind up being Kamea's tag partner? Yeah, I think so. Is this the faction we get? I think that's the faction. Do you like it? I think you're putting a really good person in Ty Valkyrie with two people that could learn to use some better, learn how to do better in the ring. So I think it's a good fit. Yeah. I think Mandy, how do I put it? Mandy has done good work over her career. She has gotten better. And they put her in situations that aren't advantageous to her sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that this is a good place for her because I do think she wants to be good at this. I do. I do. I believe that. And she does have good moments. Mm-hmm. So this could be perfect for her. Now let's get to what matters. Well, we did skip something. Yes. We skipped the uh, actual, actual match between Rust and... Uh... No, it kicked him in the cheekbone. Oh, yeah. Kicked him in the cheekbone. We forgot to talk about uh, old what's-his-name coming out at the end of it. Uh, Cruiserweight champion. Uh, I did fast forward over that. Yeah. There was supposed to be a post-match beatdown on Fish uh-huh. by Diamond Mine. Kushida runs out. Which is setting up our, our what we really want, which is Roddy Strong versus Kushida, which is going to be spectacular. Absolutely. That could be... Nah, I'm sorry I left that out. But yeah, absolutely. That's going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. The, you know, Kushida's fantastic. Roddy's fantastic. That's a wrestling match right there. Two or three of those would be great. Yeah. Um... Kushida's already had a match with Rust. It'll be even better mm-hmm. with a few distractions to make it a little more, a even. little longer. Yeah, give him more time. Yeah, this is going to be great. Okay, but yeah, now to our main event of the evening. Right, we get first of all it's set up by Joe going into one locker room and as a referee and telling the rules yeah. to obey my orders at cross. all times. You know, protect yourself at all times. Cross lets him know don't get in my way. Mm-hmm. Um. Up until this match, to me, Cross had had some of the killer shine mm-hmm. dimmed. Dimmed. He got it back. Oh, yeah, he did. In those couple of moments. We'll get there. Joe goes into Johnny's locker room. They uh-huh. chant Joe at him. They ham it up. When he says the rules, he says, man, that's simple. I can follow him. Look, all you got to do, Joe's count to three. Mm-hmm. I'll take care of the rest. I loved it. I loved yes. Johnny. The crowd was so Johnny Gargano, oh, even though he's a heel. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's Johnny Wrestling. He's their boy. It's dude. It's NXT. It's NXT. That's his. That's his hometown. Yes. No matter what. Because they don't crowd, move. His crowd. Yeah. Right. And the match is great. This is the best he's crosses looks since he came back from injury. As far as like his speed, his bounces back in his step. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's actually recovered. From his his injury, right, and he's in there with the best. Yeah, he is the the best at doing. 
and they and he beats Johnny from pillar to post. He it looks as if Johnny's going to get killed, and there's, but he's so. I'm going to destroy this man after what he's done to me and humiliated me in these scenarios uh-huh. on the mic and stuff like that. You know, my wife's a better wrestler than you are. You can't mm-hmm. lace up her boots. All of that. He continues to take the fight outside of the ring to really hurt him. Yes. Joe continues to force him to get it back in the ring. One of these moments where he forces Joe to get him back, get Gargano into the ring, turns into Gargs getting just enough of an opportunity to make you think he could win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he did that a couple times during out this match. Absolutely. But when he got him getting into the ring... and hit him with the... Uh, final one, heartbeat. One final beat, yeah. Yeah. I thought, oh my goodness. Yeah. Cross is going up. Cross is going up. That's my thought too. Right. And of course, he, he kicked out, which is fine. Mm-hmm. It's a championship match. Somebody's going to kick out of some finishers every now and then. Then he does go for the kill... Legit yes. in the ring, he gets the pin, straight mercs him, mercs him, goes straight for um, nose to nose with Joe after he gets the pin, mm-hmm. and again, part of the way Killer had lo- the Cross had lost his luster was the fact that he had not attacked Joe mm-hmm. in scenarios where you thought he if I'm a killer off. you should. Yeah, here he lets Joe walk away just long enough to grab him and put him to sleep. Uh-huh. And you don't see Joe go to sleep much. No, no. I mean, whether you're talking TNA, Ring of Honor, don't whatever. Don't see it. You don't see it much. And when he puts him to sleep, he's got it back. Mm-hmm. He's got, like you said, he's had some performances in the ring that weren't great. Mm-hmm. In some ways, maybe the, the multiple man match was a way to have a spectacular performance without him having to have a spectacular mm-hmm. performance because the other guys could do that for him. Yeah. Here he went move for move, hold for hold, with the best. And came out good looking great. It. Yeah. He also came out looking like a killer, and then he mm-hmm. puts Joe to sleep. He probably either winds up in a program with Joe or winds up in a program with Pete Dunn, who had a couple of little talking segments yes. in here today about how he wants him. But also, Joe's going to now be on the periphery. Uh huh. But he's he's no longer going to be antagonizing. He'll be circling like a shark. Mm-hmm. This is great. Oh, it's it's phenomenal stuff, now, dude. You you've studied some some martial arts a little bit, and so I want to ask you: when Cross puts his chokehold on someone and then puts his hand on his, his head, palm on his head, uh huh, is that like an actual thing? Yeah, it's just a slick little way of 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 tying it off. I've grabbed, the, I've got you in their throat, and then I can put my hand on the back of my neck here and grab the back of my neck to hold my hand in place, right. or I can put it over here, back of your head. There's different variations you can do off of a lot of these things that, depending on who you trained with, or if you train gi or no gi, as far as like you'll see guys, you know. So is that kind of? Do you think that's kind of a for him a nod to actual martial artists? Oh no! Well, it's yeah. It's just the way he's he does it that makes it look a little different than everybody else's. Right. But yeah, that's I mean that's as legit as I mean it's a neat little pretty way to do it. Yeah. It's it's fancy. It's like uh, you can do it like that. You see that more in formal settings. You don't see that as much. You're not going to see that in MMA as much because it, it does give the guy an opportunity to slip a little better. Than, okay. But if you're using a gi the it almost you can tell he trained judo because you'll see him grab his shirt and stuff when he does stuff sometimes too. What that's mimicking is if he had that choke, really he'd grab his gi 
or something like that. Oh, okay. And use that as a way of tying off the choke or using it a gi choke or something like that. Right. Okay. So, yeah, he he's definitely got a legit background. So he can do all the stuff. He can make the do the little pretty things. That suplex, that Saida suplex of his. Beautiful. You know, his his judo throws. When he, you know, when he bounces and gets back, you know, his ability to throw people is just ridiculous. Right. So he should get with 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 Eichmann, right? Ekumen? Ekumen? Jiro. Ekumen yeah. Jiro. Okay. He should get with him and um Instead of a gi choke. Choke him out with the yes. With his coat. Well, you see Jiro do the same things. That's what he's doing, using the jacket for. He's using the jacket to do gi holes and gi moves. A lot of that he made up for professional wrestling. But if you studied Brazilian jiu-jitsu or jiu-jitsu, yeah, you learn a lot of those ways of choking people out with their own gi or with your gi, you know, and right. using that stuff in correlation with... I did see him use the coat. Yeah, to hook a hand or to tie something off or to grab it when he's doing a choke or something. Right. Yeah, you can use that. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. Okay, uh, great, great episode, right? Oh, man, I loved it. I thought that finishing match was just top-notch. They did, man, come on, it's Johnny Gargano, dude. I don't care what (laughs) that says. He's the best. Dude, he makes a match special. Oh, you know, there is not a moment he's on your TV that isn't special. No. He's a buffoon when he needs to be. He's he's a serious contender when he wants to be, yeah. and he's a fantastic wrestler. And mm-hmm. his and his wife is the exact same way. Yes, everything you're going to get out of them is going to be special. They are the perfect wrestling couple. Yeah, you know, bar none, except no substitutes. Yeah, right, right, right. So for for me, KP, this is my man Justin. We had a great week of watching wrestling. Maybe sure the best did. week we've had in a sure long time. If you count all the shows across the board, even including AEW. Everything. Oh was yeah, great. it's not lost on me. That I feel like NXT and AEW are actually giving me better shows on Tuesday and Wednesdays now and, that they're not in competition with each other. Oh yeah, I, I, it's not lost on me at all. I mm-hmm. think that is a true thing. Yeah, that, that they kind of can just worry about what they're doing. Breathe. Yeah, things can breathe a little bit, right? And, and so I had a great, great week. I what did a too. Wonderful week. Okay, uh, this has been a Go Home Eat production. Copyright twenty twenty one. Check out our friends at the Gin Project. The G N G I N N Project dot com. But my man Justin, KP, go home.